Section one of a young girl's diary by anonymous translated by Cedar Paul and others this LibriVox recording is in the public domain recording by K hand July the first year July 12 19 Hella and I are writing a diary we both agreed that when we went to the high school we would write a diary every day Dora keeps a diary too but she gets furious if I look at it I call Helene Hella and she calls me Rita Helene and Greta are so vulgar. Dora has taken to calling herself Thea, but I go on calling her Dora. She says that little children—she means me and Hella—ought not to keep a diary. She says they will write such a lot of nonsense. No more than in hers and Lizzie's. July 13th. Really, we were not to begin writing until after the holidays, but since we are both going away, we are beginning now. Then we shall know what we have been doing in the holidays. The day before yesterday we had an entrance examination. It was very easy. In dictation I made only one mistake, writing in without H. The mistress said that it didn't matter, I had only made a slip. That is quite true, for I know well enough that in has an H in it. We were both dressed in white with rose-colored ribbons, and everyone believed we were sisters, or at least cousins. It would be very nice to have a cousin, but it's still nicer to have a friend, for we can tell one another everything. July 14th the mistress was very kind. Because of her, Hella and I are really sorry that we are not going to a middle school. Then every day before lessons began we could have had a talk with her in the classroom. But we're awfully pleased because of the other girls. One is more important when one goes to the high school instead of only to the middle school. That is why girls are in such a rage. They are bursting with pride. That's what my sister says of me and Hella, but it is not true. Our two students, said the mistress when we came away. She told us to write to her from the country. I shall. July 15th. Lizzie, Hella's sister, is not so horrid as Dora. She was always so nice. Today she gave each of us at least ten chocolate creams. It's true, Hella often says to me, you don't know her, what a beast she can be. Your sister is generally very nice to me. Certainly it is very funny the way in which she always speaks of us as the little ones or the children, as if she had never been a child herself, and indeed a much littler one than we are. Besides, we're just the same as she is now. She is in the fourth class and we are in the first. Tomorrow we are going to Kaltenbach in Tyrol. I'm frightfully excited. Hella went away today to Hungary to her uncle and aunt with her mother and Lizzie. Her father is at maneuvers. July 19th. It's awfully hard to write every day in the holidays. Everything is so new and one has no time to write. We are living in a big house in the forest. Dora bagged the front veranda straight off for her own writing. At the back of the house there are such swarms of horrid little flies. Everything is black with flies. I do hate flies and such things. I'm not going to put up with being driven out of the front veranda. I won't have it. Besides, Father said, don't quarrel, children. Children. To her, too. He's quite right. She puts on such airs because she'll be fourteen in October. The verandas are common property, said Father. Father's always so just. He never lets Dora lord it over me, but Mother often makes a favorite of Dora. I'm writing to Hella today. She's not written to me yet. July 21st. Hella has written to me four pages, and such a jolly letter. I don't know what I should do without her. Perhaps she will come here in August, or perhaps I shall go to stay with her. I think I would rather go to stay with her. I like paying long visits. Father said, we'll see, and that means he'll let me go. When father and mother say, we'll see, it really means yes, but they won't say yes, so that if it does not come off, one can't say that they haven't kept their word. Father really lets me do anything I like, but not mother. Still, if I practice my piano regularly, perhaps she'll let me go. 
I must go for a walk. July 22nd. Hello wrote that I positively must write every day, for one must keep a promise, and we swore to write every day. I. July 23rd. It's awful. One has no time. Yesterday, when I wanted to write, the room had to be cleaned, and D was in the arbor. Before that, I had not written a single word, and in the front veranda, all my pages blew away. We write on loose pages. Hella thinks it's better, because then one does not have to tear anything out. But we have promised one another to throw nothing away and to tear nothing up. Why should we? One can tell a friend everything. A pretty friend, if one couldn't. Yesterday, when I wanted to go into the arbor, Dora glared at me savagely, saying, What do you want? As if the arbor belonged to her, just as she wanted to bag the front veranda all for herself. She's too sickening. Yesterday afternoon we were on the Kolber Kogel. It was lovely. Father was awfully jolly, and we pelted one another with pine cones. It was jolly. I threw one at Dora, and it hit her on her padded bust. She let out such a yell, and I said out loud, you couldn't feel it there. As she went by, she said, Pig, it doesn't matter, for I know she understood me, and that what I said was true. I should like to know what she writes about every day to Erica, and what she writes in her diary. Mother was out of sorts, and stayed at home. July 24th. Today is Sunday. I do love Sundays. Father says, you children have Sundays every day. That's quite true in the holidays, but not at other times. The peasants and their wives and children are all very gay, wearing Tyrolese dresses, just like those I have seen in the theatre. We are wearing our white dresses today, and I have made a great cherry stain upon mine, not on purpose, but because I sat down upon some fallen cherries. So this afternoon, when we go out walking, I must wear my pink dress. All the better, for I don't care to be dressed exactly the same as Dora. I don't see why everyone should know that we are sisters. Let people think we are cousins. She does not like it either. I wish I knew why. Oswald is coming in a week, and I am awfully pleased. He is older than Dora, but I can always get on with him. Hella writes that she finds it dull without me. So do I. July 25th. I wrote to Fräulein Pruckel today. She is staying at Achensee. I should like to see her. Every afternoon we bathe and then go for a walk. But today it has been raining all day. Such a bore. I forgot to bring my paint box, and I'm not allowed to read all day. Mother says if you gobble all your books up now, you'll have nothing left to read. That's quite true, but I can't even go out and swing. Afternoon. I must write some more. I've had a frightful row with Dora. She says I've been fiddling with her things. It's all because she's so untidy. As if her things could interest me. Yesterday she left her letter to Erica lying about on the table, and all I read was, He's as handsome as a Greek god. I don't know who he was, for she came in at that moment. It's probably Crail Rudy, with whom she is everlastingly playing tennis and carries on like anything. As for handsome, well, there's no accounting for tastes. July 26th. It's a good thing I brought my doll's portmanteau. Mother said, you'll be glad to have it on rainy days. Of course, I'm much too old to play with dolls, but even though I'm eleven, I can make dolls' clothes still. One learns something while one is doing it, and when I finish something, I do enjoy it so. Mother cut me out some things, and I was tacking them together. Then Dora came into the room and said, Hello, the child is sewing things for her dolls. What cheek, as if she had never played with dolls. Besides, I don't really play with the dolls any longer. When she sat down beside me, I sewed so vigorously that I made a great scratch on her hand and said, Oh, I'm so sorry, but you came too close. I hope she'll know why I really did it. Of course, she'll go and sneak to mother. Let her. What right has she to call me child? She's got a fine red scratch anyhow, and on her right hand, where everyone can see. July 27th. There's such a lot of fruit here. I eat raspberries and gooseberries all day, and Mother says that is why I have no appetite for dinner. But Dr. Klein always says fruit is so wholesome. But why should it be unwholesome all at once? 
Hella always says that when one likes anything awfully much, one is always scolded about it until one gets perfectly sick of it. Hella often gets in such a temper with her mother, and then her mother says, We make such sacrifices for our children, and they reward us with ingratitude. I should like to know what sacrifices they make. I think it's the children who make the sacrifices. When I want to eat gooseberries, and I'm not allowed to, the sacrifice is mine, not mother's. I've written all this to Hella. Fräulein Pruckel has written to me. The address on her letter to me was splendid. Fräulein Greta Lanier, Lysel Schlaren. Of course Dora had to know better than anyone else, and said that in the higher classes, from the fourth upwards, because she is in the fourth, they write Lysisten. And she said, anyhow, in the holidays, before a girl has attended the first class, she's not a Lysel Schlaren at all. Then father chipped in, saying that we, I didn't begin it, really must stop this eternal wrangling. He really could not stand it. He's quite right, but what he said won't do any good, for Dora will go on just the same. Fräulein Pruckel wrote that she was delighted that I had written. As soon as I have time, she wants me to write to her again. Great Scott, I've always time for her. I shall write to her again this evening after supper, so as not to keep her waiting. July 29th. I simply could not write yesterday. The Vorsts have arrived, and I had to spend the whole day with Erna and Lysel, although it rained all day. We had a ripping time. They know a lot of round games, and we played for sweets. I won forty-seven, and I gave five of them to Dora. Robert is already more than a head taller than we are. I mean than Lysel and me. I think he is fifteen. He says Fräulein Greta, and carried my cloak which mother sent me because of the rain, and he saw me home after supper. Tomorrow is my birthday, and everyone has been invited, and mother has made strawberry cream and waffles. How spiffing! July 30th. Today is my birthday. Father gave me a splendid parasol with a flowered border and painting materials, and mother gave me a huge postcard album for eight hundred cards and stories for schoolgirls, and Dora gave me a beautiful box of note paper, and mother had made a chocolate cream cake for dinner today as well as the strawberry cream. The first thing in the morning the Varths sent me three birthday cards, and Robert had written on his, with deepest respect, your faithful R. It is glorious to have a birthday. Everyone is so kind, even Dora. Oswald sent me a wooden paper knife. The handle is a dragon and the blade shoots out of its mouth instead of a flame. Or perhaps the blade is its tongue. One can't be quite sure. It has not rained yet on my birthday. Father says I was born under a lucky star. That suits me all right, tip-top. July 31st. Yesterday was heavenly. We laughed till our sides ached over consequences. I was always being coupled with Robert and oh the things we did together. Not really, of course, but only in writing. Kissed, hugged, lost in the forest, bathed together. But I say I wouldn't do that. Quarreled. That won't happen. It's quite impossible. Then we drank my health, clinking glasses five times, and Robert wanted to drink it in wine, but Dora said that would never do. The real trouble was this. She always gets furious if she has to play second fiddle to me, and yesterday I was certainly first fiddle. Now I must write a word about today. We've had a splendid time. We were in Tiefengraben with the Varths, where there are such a lot of wild strawberries. Robert picked all the best of them for me, to the great annoyance of Dora, who had to pick them for herself. Really, I would rather pick them for myself, but when someone else picks them for one for love, that's what Robert said, then one is quite glad to have them picked for one. Besides, I did pick some myself, and gave most of them to father and some to mother. At afternoon tea, which we had in Flischberg, I had to sit beside Erna instead of Robert. Erna is rather dull. Mother says she is anemic. That sounds frightfully interesting, but I don't quite know what it means. Dora is always saying that she is anemic, but of course that is not true. And father always says, don't talk such stuff. You're as fit as a fiddle. That puts her in such a wax. 
last year lizzie was really anemic so the doctor said she was always having palpitation and had to take iron and drink burgundy i think that's where dora got the idea End of section one